Experience a full mind, body, and spirit approach to living your best life. Learn how to achieve optimal health, wealth, and happiness. This is your journey to wellness and abundance. You are listening to Mind Over Matters with your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon of the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. Hey everyone, welcome to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon. As you know, I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialty in functional medicine. I'm also a certified wellness instructor, best-selling author and speaker, and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. I'm so excited that you're tuning into the show because, hey, the purpose of the show is to get you thinking about how powerful your mind is and what you can do right now to change your life for the better. So this show, Mind Over Matters, is going to challenge you to think differently. Think differently about how your physical health can be improved, the health of your relationships, your level of day-to-day happiness, even your financial well-being. All of these can be dramatically improved by taking a more holistic approach to your life and then identifying small action steps to put into you know, uh, forward motion. My goal is to educate and empower you to live a life by design, a life on purpose, with passion, and of course, always positive results. So, again, I'm glad you're here. I want to start by asking if you're one of the millions of Americans living with heart disease. I know um, my mom, before she passed on, lived with heart disease for many, many years, and complications of medication related that those heart disease, uh, uh, that heart disease is actually what killed her. Um, So uh, my goal is to deliver a really life-saving show for you today. Uh, And this may come as a shock, and actually I hope it does. Often the first symptom of a heart attack is a fatal heart attack. You heard me correctly. One minute you're here, the next minute you may not be. And what kind of devastation is that going to bring to your family? So it's time to get heart smart. In a recent article featured in the AARP Bulletin, yep, I'm a subscriber, and I did get a really nice cargo bag to go with my subscription, but that's a different topic. I'm going to be sharing with you why heart disease remains the number one official leading cause of death in America, although the leading cause of death unofficially in America is still medical mistakes, and opioids are the leading cause of death among Americans under 50 years old. Um, But again, that's for another show. Um, I'm gonna share with you that despite decades of medical and technological advances in medicine, heart disease is still on the rise despite the fact that it's simple to avoid and it's simple to even reverse. And I'm gonna talk about how to do that. So I want you to be in a position of power, and that comes as a result of both knowledge and taking action. So the authors did a great job helping us understand the etiology of heart disease, what the major contributing factors are, both the past contributing factors as well as current contributing factors, and strategies and tools to strengthen your heart and life. So welcome to Live Long and Prosper, an overview of heart disease and becoming heart smart. Again, I hope this puts you in a position of power and uh, encourages and inspires you to take action. So here's the deal. Um, We are losing the battle against our number one official leading cause of death, heart disease. So I'll just start the article uh, by sharing. It says, uh, you know, an anecdotal uh, uh, example. Lori Kubitz's eyes popped open at 4 a.m. Like an alarm went off in my brain, she says. She could barely breathe. The pain in her chest felt like a bonfire. Her jaw hurt so much that she thought it would explode. As the sun rose over her lakeside cabin in Pelican Rapids, Minnesota, her husband rushed her to the nearest hospital about 30 minutes away. I was scared, she says. Her father had died of a heart attack, but Kubitz was just 54 years old. She didn't smoke. Her cholesterol was normal. Her weight and blood pressure just a little bit high, she says. I thought heart attacks happened to heavy smokers, people who are 50 pounds overweight, and people in their 70s and 80s, she says. But when she reached the hospital, blood tests and heart scans confirmed her worst fear. Her left anterior descending artery, the the heart's largest artery, was almost 100% blocked. They were wheeling me into surgery, she recalls. I thought, am I going to die? 
Trubitz's out of the blue heart attack illustrates a scary new reality. After decades of steady decline, heart disease, long America's number one official killer and the third leading cause of disability, is screaming back with life-changing and often fatal consequences, the authors say. So they talk about the return of the killer. And I'm just going to put it in here because, you know, I'm, I'm going to add my professional experience. And, of course, I'll always share my personal experiences with you because I want you to be able to, you know, uh, get to know me, to be able to trust, you know, the content on the show, those kind of things. Um, often heart attacks don't result from clogged arteries. Our heart is, and, and this isn't my opinion, this is what the research shows, our hearts are very, very smart they will create tributaries almost like little rivers you know to help send blood flow our way it's when plaque that sticky substance that cholesterol when it binds to sugar molecules it's when plaque breaks off from a partially clogged artery when it breaks off and then it causes like a, a clog or a dam it's almost like a beaver damming of a river that's when the heart attack happens okay so so the article goes on to talk about the return of the killer. Uh, it says, it was in 1948 when President Harry Truman signed the National Heart Act, establishing the National Heart Institute, now the Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute. And Truman also funded the landmark Framington Heart Study, the world's longest-running population study of heart disease. And uh, for the next six decades, thanks to the explosion of both research and treatment, uh, we were winning the war on heart disease, the authors say. Deaths from heart attacks, heart failure, heart rhythm disorders, and related conditions fell a stunning 69% between 1950 and 2009. Wow! Almost a 70% drop. I will say, you know, this thing about um, American medicine, uh, acute care, when we're faced with a crisis, American medicine does a phenomenal job with a crisis, you're having a heart attack, you're having a stroke, maybe you got into a car accident or some other trauma. Our healthcare system is definitely among the best in the world for acute situations like that, where our uh, health system, our medical health system fails is with chronic conditions. In, in, those, in those situations, um, uh, the prevailing uh, treatment model is to give you medication and to just simply say you're going to be on these the rest of your life or some other surgery. So, but in an acute situation in a crisis, Western healthcare shines, you know, and I will tell you, as I've shared with you before, uh, it's actually saved my life uh, in, a, in a crisis. So, um, but it's remarkable to note that over uh, the six decades when Truman funded the landmark Framington Heart Study, that uh, heart conditions and deaths dropped by 69%, again, between 1950 and 2009. But lately, the good news has been overshadowed by major reversals. Okay. The article says, we're looking at a crisis in terms of lowering life expectancy for the first time in decades, says cardiologist Sidia Khan, who's assistant professor of medicine and preventative medicine at the Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine in Chicago. News reports point to COVID and the opioid crisis as the drivers of the shift in overall life expectancy. But a 2022 report from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention also lists the rising rate of heart disease deaths as a major reason for that decline. Let me just clarify, the American life expectancy started to decline in 2017, way before COVID. Again, not my opinion, that's what the research shows. COVID has been an accelerator, um, but uh, despite you know deaths counted as COVID, um, most of those deaths were a result of pre-existing conditions. Okay, so I just want to be clear, our life expectancy started to drop off dramatically in 2017. Um, but what's alarming is it continues to drop off. We are the only nation in the world with a decreasing life expectancy, and it's all about our lifestyle. And that includes medications, our food, our movement, or lack of movement. So when we come back, we're going to be talking more about the return of the killer. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. 
The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working? Or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take? We can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400 or visit us online at thecifhw.com. Everyone, welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris Newon. You're listening to this show titled Live Long and Prosper, an overview of heart disease and becoming heart smart. That is my goal for you is to live a long, happy, healthy, prosperous life. So you've missed any of the show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station. Uh, Lady B, our producer, is extraordinary. She does a fantastic job getting those links up. Um, uh, Athena takes care of us here on the back end. She gets those shows up on our website, thecifhw.com, as well as the new Mind Over Matters radioshow.com website. So definitely check out a replay. Share it with people you know and love. Um, I want to invite you to check out our social media pages, uh, both Facebook, Instagram. Uh, right now, we have this really cool thing. One of the docs in our practice, Dr. Valerie Ripiger, our naturopathic physician, she entered her dog into the America's Favorite Pet Contest. So check us out on Instagram and Facebook, and you can vote for her dog, Winston. Uh, he's actually a really, really cute uh, bulldog. So make sure you're, uh, you know, casting your vote for Winston uh, for America's Favorite Pet. And then, of course, I'm going to invite you to um, purchase a copy of my best-selling book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and Happiness. It really is a very practical guide to turn your health around. Again, your, your level of day-to-day -day happiness, your financial well-being, uh, your relationships. It's a very practical guide and all of those prof profits go to benefit uh, on my, my favorite nonprofit agencies, Western DuPage Special Recreation Association, Michigan Doodle Rescue Connect, um, Dreams Come True, Wounded Warriors, uh, those kind of things. So I'm going to invite you to purchase a copy of my best-selling book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and Happiness. And then, of course, if we can help you with your health, give us a call, 630-980-1400. We are accepting new clients and patients. We see clients and patients, uh, you know, in person, uh, video visits, telehealth. We're uh, absolutely all about taking the best care of you. Our goal is to get people healthy enough to where they don't need us or any other doctor anymore unless it's for an annual physical. All right, so back to the show. We're covering uh, a story in the recent edition of the AARP Bulletin titled America's War Against Heart Disease. And, you know, it's really alarming, as I was saying in the previous segment, we are the only nation in the world whose life expectancy has been on a steady and dramatic decline since 2017. The death rate rose 40% last year. A 10% increase in the death rate is considered a 200-year cataclysmic event. I will tell you, it's not all about COVID. It's all about lifestyle. But the good news is it's reversible. Okay, so we're talking about the return of the silent killer. Okay, the, uh, the article goes on to say midlife and younger adults are dying of heart disease more often. And I'm just going to say, I'm sure you've noticed all of the headlines lately. Teenager suffers heart attack. 
24-year-old football player, has a heart attack. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley, 54 years old, died of a heart attack. So younger and younger people are being um, stricken with heart disease, and there is a definite and direct correlation. I know this is inflammatory, but I'm going to say it. There is a definite and direct correlation between vaccine injury and heart attacks. So just so you know, I'm not anti-vax, I'm pro-safe vaccination, okay? But you have to know what the research is telling you. There is a one-to-one -one correlation there. So I'm gonna invite you to be very, very judicious with your health and start making some strategic lifestyle changes. So again, midlife and younger adults are dying of heart disease more often. The article says death rates from heart diseases rose 8.5% for adults ages 45 to 64 between 2010 and 2020, says Stephen Sidney, MD, Director of Research Clinics with Kaiser Permanente in Northern California, and they have increased dramatically since then. Record numbers of older adults are dying too. Fatalities due to heart disease among 65-year-old plus, 65 plus Americans rose from 475,000 in 2011 to 556,000 in 2020. Uh, and the, the recent research is it's, it'll blow your mind. Okay, interestingly, the heart disease death um, rate, the heart disease death rate fell over those years, again, into 2020. However, the big growth in America's older population also means a rise in total deaths. The article goes on to say that the COVID pandemic injected rocket fuel into heart disease resurgence. In 2021, heart uh, heart attack deaths increased by up to 21% for those 45 to 64 years old and almost 18% for people 65 years and older according to a Cedar Sinai Medical Center study uh, they say that might simply be a side effect of the pandemic's long-term legacy of weight gain inactivity and stress but uh, they say the virus itself may be playing a role and a large 2020 22 uh, study found lingering heart risks a year after COVID infection. Uh, Cleveland Clinic cardiologist Larissa Dechenko told the journal uh, titled Science that contracting COVID could emerge as the number one risk factor for future heart disease. However, you should know that there are pre-existing conditions, heart disease being one of them, diabetes being another, thyroid conditions, any chronic disease sets you at a greater risk for complications from COVID, the flu, pneumonia, all those kind of things. But when we look beyond the heart attacks, it's interesting to note that in 2011, um, another anecdotal example, uh, you know, points to, you know, a gentleman named James Young II, who was standing in a Detroit parking lot gasping for air. He was just 40 years old, but years of smoking, beer, and lots of fast food had left him with high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and kidney disease. He ended up in a hospital emergency room, the article says. The cardiologist on staff said, if you'd waited one more week to come to this facility, we'd be talking about you in past tense. He says, that was a wake-up call for me. Young wasn't suffering a heart attack at the time. He had congestive heart failure, a condition in which the heart is unable to pump blood efficiently. Doctors recommended implanting a pacemaker. What's option B, Young asked. The cardiologist gave him about a month to improve his heart function by losing weight and exercising. He swapped breakfast bacon for sauteed kale, quit smoking and drinking, gave up fast food and started walking. At first, he made it just a quarter of the way around the local high school track, but soon he built up to 10 to 12 miles a day as he listened to house music through his earbuds. That is amazing. That's what I'm talking about. It's simple to reverse it. The article goes on to say over time, Young lost weight, reduced his medications, ran a couple of half marathons, and returned to college. Now age 51, he's a graduate student in public health at Purdue University and an American Heart Association national ambassador, telling his personal story and serving on an American Heart Association committee that awards funds to heart disease researchers. Quote, drinking, smoking, and heavy eating 
were my band-aids, he says. I had to learn to value myself as a human being. And as Young discovered, cardiovascular disease isn't just about heart attacks. It's a broad category of disorders that cover the blood vessels, muscles, electrical system, and valves, as well as the functioning of the heart. That's why clots in your leg veins are technically a type of cardiovascular disease too. That said, the primary forms of a heart attack include coronary artery disease, also known as CAD, and that's when plaque narrows or blocks blood vessels that deliver oxygen and fuel to your heart muscle, and that's the classic cause of a heart attack. That's what I talked about earlier. And then there are heart rhythm problems, such as atrial fibrillation or AFib, and that's when the heart's natural electrical system stops functioning normally, making heartbeats more erratic, maybe too fast or too slow. And then there, of course, there's heart valve malfunctions and heart failure. Okay, so uh, when we come back, I want to help you understand more about coronary artery disease, CAD, heart rhythm problems, as well as the heart valve malfunctions and heart failure. Because again, I want to put you in a position of being able to take, you know, personal control and power back over your risk factors, as well as be able to put your family in a position where they can count on you for sticking around for a long, long time. We will be right back. A complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage, restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris Nguyen. I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional medicine. You're listening to the show titled Live Long and Prosper, an overview of heart disease and how to become heart smart. If you've missed any of this show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station where you can catch the link. You can check it out on SoundCloud. You can check it out on our website, thecifhw.com. You can also check it out on the new mindovermattersradioshow.com website. I also want to invite you, if you're someone dealing with heart disease or a loved one is, please give us a call. Come on in for a second opinion. We can work with you to reverse that uh, cardiovascular disease. Uh, more than likely, uh, be able to work with you nutritionally, hopefully get you off those meds. Give us a call, 630-980-1400. Also, check out our social media, our Facebook, our Instagram page. We're putting some remarkable posts on there. Right now, we've got uh, kind of a fun contest. Dr. Val here at the office has entered her, her Bulldog Winston into America's favorite pet uh, contest. I think last week he was uh, at number eight. So kind of cool. So definitely vote for him. And then please um, uh, purchase a copy of my book, Life Works, an Integrative Approach uh, to Health and Happiness. You can get it on Amazon in paperback or download the Kindle version. All of those proceeds, 100% go to benefit nonprofit organizations, included Wounded Warriors, Michigan Doodle Rescue Connect. That's where we got, you know, Dr. Sutton. Um, as well as Western DuPage Special Recreation Association, Dreams Come True, uh, those kind of things. So really excited to be able to give back. All right, back to the show. I want to put you in a position to live long and prosper. Uh, so here's the thing. In a recent article in the AARP Bulletin, they're talking about heart disease making a comeback, a roaring combat, uh, comeback. As I said, deaths were up 20, uh, 40% last year. Uh, that is crazy, 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 crazy. And I know you guys are seeing headlines of young people, teens younger than that, 20s, 30s, 50s having heart attacks. Well, there's different types of heart disease and almost all of them can be reversed. There's coronary artery disease. Again, that's when the plaque narrows or blocks your blood vessels. There's heart rhythm problems such as AFib, where the electrical component stops functioning normally. And then there's heart valve malfunctions and heart failure. That's when the heart loses its capacity to pump efficiently often due to damage from a heart attack, high blood pressure, diabetes, 
coronary artery disease, or medications, okay? Heart attack, stroke, common, those are common side effects of medications. That's why our mission here at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness is to restore people's functioning, get them off their medications whenever that's possible. And in our experience, that's possible quite often. Same thing with cardiovascular disease. I said at the opening uh, part of the show that my mom died as a result of congestive heart failure, which was a side effect of all the medications she had been on. Uh, that was really, really what drove us here at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness to start studying integrative medicine, functional medicine, because I know that my mom's death could have absolutely been prevented, and that's a mission that we share for all of our clients and patients. So um, you should know that cardiovascular disease also includes stroke, which is caused by blockages or bleeding in blood vessels in the brain. All told, cardiovascular disease is expected to have killed more than 650,000 Americans in 2022. That's roughly one out of every five deaths. Again, keep in mind, <clears throat> the unofficial leading cause of death in America are medical mistakes. Um, second to that, uh, the leading cause of death of people under age 50 is opioid over uh, addictions and those come from prescription medications. Very few of those opioid deaths are from uh, drug addicts that haven't first been prescribed opioids by their physician. So you need to know that, okay. Each year, about two and a half million of us are expected to have a heart attack or undergo a procedure to open or bypass clogged coronary arteries. And seven million more will live with chest pain triggered by narrowing, narrowing of those blood vessels, according to the CDC. So overall, 77.5% of men and almost 76% of women ages 60 to 79 have some form of cardiovascular disease. Holy Toledo, that's crazy. It's ridiculous and it's reversible. And that is really cool. That's hopeful, okay? So the article goes on to talk about victory and loss. It says heart disease wasn't always a major killer. In fact, it was relatively uncommon in the US in 1900, when life expectancy was just 47 years old and pneumonia, flu, and other infections were the top killers. But with the discovery of vaccines and antibiotics, everyday infections and injuries became less lethal too. At the same time, another health-related seismic shift occurred, the rise of unhealthy eating. During World War II, Americans began to smoke more, uh, so uh, they became less physically active, that contributed. Uh, they began to sit more at work, so lethargic, you know, eating more saturated uh, fats, uh, and we became enamored with sugar and processed foods. Um, the rise of that actually started late 70s, 80s, crazy, when we started hearing about low fat, no fat, low sugar, no sugar, sugar free. That's when America's health crisis took a dramatic turn. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But the upside is, again, that's reversible, right? Working with a great functional medicine doctor, uh, that's completely reversible, okay? So, um, again, we became enamored with sugar and processed foods. The result, untold millions of Americans upholstered their coronary arteries with gunky, fatty plaque. And between 1940 and 48, heart disease deaths soared by 20%. You should know in the 50s, there was a landmark study though that looked at the role of cholesterol in heart disease. Uh, and uh, it was found that cholesterol is not a contributing factor to heart disease. And those findings get reinforced all the time. Thousands of studies now show that uh, cholesterol does not cause coronary heart disease. Uh, even though Big Pharma would have you believe that high cholesterol does, it, 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 it doesn't. But that's their, that's their rationale for getting you on statin medications. But again, between 1940 and 48, um, heart disease deaths rose by four, uh, 20%. That's crazy. That's, that emerging crisis prompted President Truman to fund the National Heart Attack uh, Act and the Framington Heart Study. And when researchers began the study, so little was known about heart disease that their budget, ironically, included money for office ashtrays. Isn't that crazy? The early findings of this new research push 
were bombshells. Smoking, high blood pressure, diabetes, and being overweight all contributed to heart attack risk. Obvious today, but groundbreaking information in its day. Notice that the research did not say cholesterol is a contributing factor. Cholesterol, just so you know, is a really, really important hormone that the body makes that is a foundational hormone for the body to make other hormones. We need cholesterol. It's a beautiful thing. When anything gets out of control, though, uh, that's when we put ourselves at risk. Again, it's when cholesterol binds with sugar and other things that makes what we call the plaque. Okay, and then when that plaque breaks off, that's when we're set up for a heart attack, along with the heart valve malfunctions and heart rhythm problems. Uh, but again, it's interesting to note um, <clears throat> that groundbreaking information. And so a worried nation slowly began changing its habits after that research came out. Heart disease death rates began dropping in 1968, so fast that in 1978, the National Institutes of Health held a conference to determine whether the improvements were for real. You know why? People started turning their lifestyles around and that was just before processed foods started to hit the market like wildfire. So that's, let me just say, when I read this, I hope it's a surprise and a shock for you, but I hope it's also an encouragement to know that, hey, if you or someone you love is dealing with, you know, some sort of, you know, heart heart disease, cardiovascular disease, more often than not, you can turn that around by making some st simple, strategic, and consistent lifestyle changes. And that's the best news you can hear. So when we come back, we're going to be talking more about how to take control of your health. We'll be right back. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. Welcome back to the show, Live Long and Prosper, an overview of heart disease and becoming heart smart. If you've missed any of the show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station, or you can check us out online at thecifhw.com or mindovermattersradioshow.com. If you're dealing with heart disease or another chronic condition, we'd love the opportunity to help you turn that around. You can give us a call to schedule a consultation, 630-980-1400. Again, 630 630- 980-1400. So getting back to the article covered in AARP bulletin, it was quite remarkable just how much Americans were able to reverse their heart health. Um, from the early days of that Truman study, you know, from 1948 um, up through 1978, just remarkable. An avalanche of heart disease discoveries were helping to turn the tide. Okay. Um, but you know, um, here's the thing. There were some great, you know, uh, technological advances in medicine too. Open heart bypass surgery began saving lives in 1960. Uh, ACE inhibitors, among the most widely prescribed blood pressure drugs today, were approved in 1981. Please note they, have, they still have a lot of side effects. So make sure if you're getting prescribed an ACE inhibitor, you're talking directly with your physician about what the side effects are. Sometimes, there's heart issues and heart attack and stroke, okay? Um, twin ep epidemics, the article goes on to talk about um, the twin epidemics. Quote, I don't think we've ever really won the war on heart disease, says Andrew Freeman, MD. He says, despite excellent medical therapies, the most powerful of all treatments we have is lifestyle. And we've paid lip service to lifestyle for decades. America's obesity and diabetes epidemics took off in 1985. 25 years later, heart disease deaths began inching upward. Today, 42% of Americans are obese. Another 30% are overweight. And according to the National Institute of Health, and more than 37 million people have diabetes and 96 million more including 48% of older adults, have prediabetes. And now people are getting what's called pre-prediabetes. 
quote, we have more cases of heart disease because important drivers of cardiovascular disease, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, metabolic syndrome, they're all growing more and more prevalent in society. And it's because of lifestyle. Lifestyle and side effects of medications, stress, poor sleep habits, those kind of things. And the fight against heart disease, um, we're moving in the wrong direction, the article says. Rates of well-controlled diabetes fell from 57% to 50% between 2007 and 2018. Deaths due to high blood pressure increased by about 50% between 99 and 2017. Again, way before COVID, you should know. In contrast, the prevalence of high cholesterol fell about 42% between 1999 and 2018. Okay, um, Again, way before COVID. Okay. Major reasons for this are limited access to health resources, the ever-expanding number of Americans with obesity, and reduced access to heart-healthy foods. I'm going to tell you, you don't have to spend a ton of money on heart-healthy food. You can get back to the basics. Fruits, vegetables, beans, legumes, those are really heart-healthy, smart foods, okay? Um, there is something that the authors refer to as the neglected majority. Quote, 10 days before her 55th birthday, Vonnie Gaither, a high school career counselor and mother of two, boarded a plane in Salt Lake City bound for home, her home in Alaska. She says, I buckled my seatbelt, talked to the person sitting on my left, and that's the last thing I remember, she says. Flight attendants found her slumped in her seat minutes later, unconscious and without a pulse. Flight attendants performed CPR and used a defibrillator to shock her heart so it would beat again. She woke up from an induced coma a day later to find her family gathered around her hospital bed. Her surgeon explained that she'd suffered a heart attack. Three stents had been inserted into her heart to open a major blockage. Back home a week later, her daughter threw a 55 and alive party for her, then accompanied her on walks three times a week on a local middle school running track. Gather rediscovered broccoli and spinach, bought fruit salads at Costco and switched to turkey burgers, ground turkey in spaghetti sauce and turkey bacon at breakfast. She says, I love steak, but I eat it once a month now, she says. It's a celebration. She took medications to lower her cholesterol, control her blood pressure, and reduce the risk for heart-threatening clots, and she went to cardiac rehab exercise classes, but she still required a triple bypass surgery a few months later due to a new buildup of plaque. Today, at age 17, at age 70 rather, she's retired and spends her time painting, bowling, and socializing with her friends and family, and she wonders about her heart risk. She says there's a family history, but there's more. She's a black woman, and that elevates her risk in two ways. For decades, women were underrepresented in clinical trials, and their heart attack symptoms dismissed in emergency rooms as stomach pain or emotional problems. Most of the research on medications and has, has been conducted on men. Even studies uh, on the safety and efficacy of aspirin conducted on men. And women have different dosing and different ways of metabolizing. So, you know, you have to keep that in mind. And women are often dismissed uh, out of hand, as the research shows and the article says. Uh, the American Heart Association published its first treatment guidelines for women in 1999, but it's taken longer for science to discover that the anatomy and electrical pathways of the female heart are unique, which may help explain why a woman's heart attack symptoms can be different from a man's. Okay. Yet women's heart health is still understudied, according to a 2022 review of research in the journal Circulation Research. And women's heart attack warning signs are far too often overlooked. Women, listen up. In 2019, just 44% of women in a national survey identified heart disease as the top killer of women, and the vast majority were unable to identify many of the symptoms of a heart attack. Let me say this again, because I said this at the opening segment. 50% of the time, the first symptom of heart disease is a fatal heart attack means you're not coming back. So you need to listen up, okay? But the health professionals seem to have the same difficulty identifying heart disease in women. The same study found that when women suffering heart attacks arrive in an emergency room, they experience longer wait times and are less likely to be seen by a heart specialist 
or receive an echocardiogram or potentially life-saving heart drugs. Another study found that women tend to wait longer before calling 911 when they're having a heart attack, up to 37 minutes longer. Wow. Okay, so women are also less likely to receive preventative care um, for treatments of heart failure. Gender biases in medicine still persist, says cardiologist Emily Lau. Okay, there continues to be a pervasive belief, belief, either conscious or subconscious, among healthcare providers that heart disease is less common among women and that women are less likely to derive benefit from therapies. And we have not trained our healthcare providers to recognize the unique ways that women experience heart disease. Okay? Indeed, while men are at a greater risk from heart disease when they're younger, by the time women reach their 70s and 80s, their risk of heart disease actually exceeds that of men. And recent research shows that high blood pressure or diabetes during pregnancy is an early warning sign of lifelong elevated heart risk, even if the conditions resolved after the women gave birth. But doctors seldom explore this aspect of a woman's health history. And in the same way, the war against heart disease has been slow to recognize the heart health needs of African Americans, Hispanics, and other racial and ethnic groups. And according to a 2018 CDC report, heart disease mortality rates for black adults are 21% higher than whites. And the, uh, the black uh, versus white death rate gap, as they say, actually increased by 16% between 1968 and 2015. Wow. Social determinants of health like education, neighborhood level poverty, and access to healthy foods explain much of the difference in heart disease rates a 2022 uh, study found. That's crazy, crazy, crazy. So when we come back, we're going to talk about four questions to ask your doctor about how you know, your heart health, as well as what you can do to get heart smart and turn it all around. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working, or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take? We can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400 or visit us online at thecifhw.com. Everyone, welcome back to Live Long and Prosper, an overview of heart disease and becoming heart smart. If you've missed any of the show, you can check a rebroadcast on this great station or check us out online at www.thecifhw.com. If you're dealing with heart disease or someone you know and love is, let us help them turn it around. Give us a call for a consultation, 630-980-1400. All right, so let's talk about some of the latest heart disease breakthroughs, as well as four questions to ask your doctor about your heart, and then we'll talk about putting it all together and turning it around. So the article in the AARP bulletin goes on to say, after surgeries for an aortic aneurysm, that's when the aorta walls blew out, two hernias and a problematic leg surgery uh, Stephen Rowell got a stern warning from his surgeon. Decades of smoking had damaged his blood vessels. He says, if I wanted to stay around longer, I had to make some decisions, he says. He began swimming and biking with his wife as she trained for triathlons and began following a more plant-based diet. And he signed up for an innovative test that detects if plaque is clogging the arteries of the heart. The test, known as a coronary computed tomography angiography, 
the CCTA, is widely used in people with early warning symptoms of heart disease such as chest pain, but now some cardiologists are using the test with people like Raul who have risk factors like smoking but exhibit no warning signs. The idea is to look inside the heart while there's still time to turn things around before a dangerous heart attack happens. Okay. There's also an FDA-approved system called Clearly uh, for evaluating heart plaque in CCTA images and assigning it a risk stage. Quote, heart doctors have never actually directly measured heart disease. It sounds weird, but we haven't. We've used risk factors like abnormal stress test or blockage, yet 50% of heart attacks happen to people who haven't had any warning signs. And in 50% of those, the first warning sign, as I said, is a fatal heart attack. This clearly test could reduce the risk for those individuals who don't show any outward signs of being at risk. And the screening technique shows not just the amount of plaque, but also the type. Is it hard? Is it calcified? Um, you know, uh, while soft plaque can rupture and spin off heart-menacing blood clots. So seeing the buildup and knowing its type can help doctors write treatment plans. And seeing actual pictures of what's going on inside their own heart may motivate people to stick with some healthy habits. Half the people prescribed statins, for example, will not be taking them after one year. Which, again, if you look at the research, even in the American Journal of Cardiology, it shows that statin medications don't reduce your risk of heart attack. They actually increase it, they double it, and they triple your risk of a stroke. So talk to your doctor about um, other alternatives to statin medications, okay? But, um, so the, uh, the article goes on to say, the day after a scan, Raul saw his own coronary arteries for the first time. He says it was eye-opening. I had one artery that was 100% blocked, the majority were 30 to 40% blocked, and the majority was soft plaque. That's the plaque that breaks off. So when you go to the doctor, here are four questions to ask. One, how's my blood pressure? Two, what are my target cholesterol numbers and how do I measure up? Okay, and remember, normal doesn't always equate to healthy. Ask your doctor what healthy ranges are, what equates to a healthy person's cholesterol level, and then ask your doctor what are some natural remedies you can do to decrease that. Exercise is one of the best ways to decrease cholesterol. Managing your stress, getting healthy, um, uh, healthy sleep, those kind of things. Next, ask if they can refer you to a dietitian that is certified in functional medicine because um, not all dietitians are familiar with heart healthy foods. Um, when my wife was briefly hospitalized for what seemed like heart attack symptoms, she was on the cardiac floor and the diet, the, the, the dietitian had prescribed her food, the cardiac diet, <laughs> it was likely to cause a heart attack. It was so unhealthy. So ask your physician to refer you to a dietitian that is trained in functional medicine. Then you know, based on those questions, ask, is it time to see a cardiologist? If it is, ask to see a cardiologist that's skilled in functional medicine and lifestyle interventions, okay? So the best way to turn it around is to eat for a powerful heart. You can exercise and that's great, but 80% of, your, of your, your health is gonna come from what you choose to put in your mouth, okay? So just to keep it simple, you want to eat 25 to 30 grams of protein at each meal. That's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Then you want to increase, um, you want to increase your uptake of high fiber foods, okay? Uh, beans, legumes, I would encourage you to avoid grains whenever possible because they wreak havoc uh, despite what the food pyramid says. Uh, that is one of the worst things we can eat for our body, but in increase your intake of high fiber foods, again, beans, legumes. Eat a lot more colorful vegetables and fruits, okay? Aim for eight to 10 small servings a day, but watch your sugars. Fruits and vegetables will provide fiber as well as vitamins, minerals, and thousands of micronutrients called phytochemicals. And as we age, our ability to extract these nutrients from food diminishes. And that's another reason why inflammation increases. So um, eat a lot more of the rainbow colored fruits and veggies. Enjoy healthy fats and oils from seafoods, nuts, seeds, olives, and avocados. Okay, fats aren't what killing, uh, aren't what are killing people. It's lack of, you know, it's poor sleep, it's lack of exercise and, and fatty and processed foods that are 
just chock full of sugar. So enjoy healthy fats and oils from seafood, nuts, seeds, olives, avocados. Two servings a day will help keep you lean and sharp. Whether you're enjoying a serving of salmon, a spoonful of peanut butter, okay, uh, some guacamole, uh, those kind of things, olive oil, salad, those kind of things. Focus on, um, you know, um, eating real foods. Don't drink your calories. I know people try to count calories. Well, I'm staying under X number of calories a day, so they'll eat fake or processed foods like Slim Fast. That stuff's terrible. Okay, get your calories from foods that are gonna nourish and energize you. If you wanna think about it, it's what we call the perfect plate. Um, at least two thirds of your plate should be vegetables. Uh, a third, you know, might be lean protein or at least, you know, um, some, have some healthy fats on there. So, you know, cover most of your plate with vegetables, then have about a palm sized serving of a lean protein. And if you're gonna have healthy fats, which our body needs healthy fats, our brain is mostly healthy fat. Um, make sure that it's coming from fats and, you know, nuts, seeds, avocados, uh, healthy olive oil, those kind of things, okay? So you can actually eat for a powerful heart. Um, if you don't know a good nutritionist or dietitian, give us a call because we've got some fantastic providers on our team uh, here at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, uh, 630-980-1400. So just to recap, um, eating for a powerful heart, you need a good nutrition plan from somebody that understands healthy nutrition. Um, you need to exercise. You definitely need to manage your stress. You know, we can help you with that as well. Um, you need to get good, healthy sleep. But heart disease is reversible, ladies and gentlemen. So I hope, you know, today's show has been a bit of a shock, right? That, that it's your wake-up call, as well as I hope it's left you with some ideas on how to start turning things around. And you can start simple. Get out and go for a walk. I know it's cold today, but bundle up and go for a walk. You know, eat a little bit less of those, those um, processed foods. Uh, eat less sugar. Just start with some simple strategic things. More sleep, more movement, more fruits, more vegetables, more lean proteins, more healthy fats. And again, if we can help reverse your health condition, we're happy to be a part of your health journey. Just give us a call. 630 980-1400. And if, again, if you missed any of this show, you can check out a rebroadcast at our website. It's thecifhw.com. You can check it out uh, at this great station, and you can check out mindovermattersradioshow.com. If you've got questions, comments, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email directly. It's health and wellness, all spelled out, health and wellness at thecifhw.com. I want to thank you for tuning into our show today titled Live Long and Prosper, an overview of heart disease and becoming heart smart. I want to thank the authors of this great article. Thank you for tuning in.